welcome back to a new edition, a new episode, a titillating, scintillating episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast for me, Jason. And me, Jennifer. Have a few drinks. And talk shit about our kids. Woo! I missed the welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, sorry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to break things up, make things new. Just like when we tried anal that one time. Yeah, that one time, no. No. <laughs> I didn't mind that you tried. I didn't mind your strap on. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> For our listening audience, Jennifer and I are not in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jennifer, I have to tell you, I'm very excited. Are you? I am. Yay. We got one of my good friends and his husband to come by to the old Minter's Herbal household, talk to us about raising kids. Woohoo! Damn kids. I know it. So, for our listening audience, give a big warm welcome to my good friend, David. Hi, David. Hey, everybody. How are y'all? We are fat and sassy. How are you doing, girl? I'm doing good. Y'all better call the police because I'm here. <laughs> the kids are gone, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a podcast about poor parenting, You're and you're here to show us how to be a good parent, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Now, David, how did we meet? We were trying to recall before we started, and you said Christian Mingle. I don't think that was it. I think it was adultfriendfinders.com, but I don't think that's it either. What was it? It was, it was one of the apps, I think, wasn't it? Scruff. Scruff? Scruff. It was Scruff, Scruff. Okay. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then I think we just hung out. Like, you and Jason came over... And then we just started hanging out, and y'all can't get rid of us now. We're like herpes. We just won't go away. Well, some acyclovir might do it. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down, honey. Oh, Lord. I'm looking at the waveform of this recording, and I've got my microphone turned up way too loud. Just let me turn it down a little, because my voice is loud and projective when I want it to be. Most of the time, it's quiet and mousy, and people are like, what the oh, fuck did you say? Shut up. Oh, hush. You are not quiet and mousy in any form. Well, I'm quiet and sassy. Mm-mm. I'm mumbly. You're not quiet. You're mumbly, yes. Yeah, I'm very, very mumbly. Very much mumbly. Yeah. You've, you've experienced my mumbling, haven't you, David? I have. <laughs> Numerous times. It's a delight, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's what I look forward to in my day. It's a lot of what? What'd you say? Say it again, <laughs> huh? Say it again. What? Oh, well, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. So we met on Scruff. Or Scruff. Scruff. How... Long have we been friends now? It's been before we were at the old house when we met, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. And so that's and been at least I think it's it was several years at the old house too, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably been about five, five years. Five years, yeah. yeah about five years. We met you right as we were moving from our old house into the new house, and we've been in the new house. Okay. Five years. Yeah, the new a very fancy, fancy house. new house. Yes, yeah. nice. It was out in the middle of a cornfield. Now everything's built up around you. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 insane down there. But you know, getting the new house—that's what you get. Usually, it's the older person in the relationship that buys the house. But I got a young sugar daddy. Yeah, so <laughs> he bought the house. He's a sweet nice. and low daddy. <laughs> sweet and low daddy. There you go. <laughs> um. And you are the parent of one boy who was 23 or 4? He's was he 29. He oh, will be you are way off. He'll be 30 this year. I was saying that because it makes me feel old. Um, 
Yeah. I remember, well, let's see, we met five years ago. So he was about 24. That's why I'm thinking 23, 24. Sure it is. Shut up. Backtrack. Sign. Shut up. Because then, yeah. And he is the joy of your life. I know that. Oh. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If I, believe that if you want. Yeah, <laughs> we'll say that for we'll, we'll the say that people. For now. Yeah. Well, Mr. David, do you want to tell us about how you became a papa? Um, picture it. Yep, yeah, yeah, picture Thirty it. years ago, Taco Bell, nineteen, oh. <laughs> nineteen, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that's that's where I met Cameron's mother, my ex-wife, was at Taco Bell, and. Um, you know, uh, me being a, a child of the 80s, you know, uh, in the middle of the HIV AIDS crisis, and, you know, you had to have the, the, the wife and the, and the kid in the car and the, you know, 2.0 animals or whatever you had to have back then. Um, now, you grew up in Alabama, right? Yes, small country town about two hours south of here. Was it Gaston or? It's no, Dora, Alabama. Dora. Oh, I've heard of Dora. No, I'm thinking of. And, 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 yeah. and he explored in, in Walker County, Alabama. Oh, Lord. Oh, like Walker County, Tech, like this. Never mind. Uh, the Chuck Norris TV show, but that was Texas, not. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been Alabama, it would have been the KKK, not yeah, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, not a Texas Ranger, no. <laughs> All right, so you're a young gay man in the closet in Walker County, Alabama. Okay. And you meet this lovely lady, and I'm like, I want to knock that hooker up. That was my first thought. Yes, yes. I'm like, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to her good. I'm gonna have some spawn. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I did, I did think that. Plant yeah. your seed. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, all aside, um, I think it was more of a society pressure than anything else to do what society said you had to do back in those days. You know. And that's why, you know, uh, we got together and married and, and a couple of years later had a kid. Now, how long were y'all married for? Uh, probably about a year before Cameron was. Uh, oh, well, in general, how long were you Oh, 10 for? years. We were married yeah. for 10 oh, wow. years. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Did she know that you were gay? Um, she no, it, she had no inclination. All of her family did. <laughs> I was about to say, she was lying to herself. I mean, like, you know, every one of them just said, how could you not tell he was gay? You know, during, and I must have been doing something right something right for yeah. her not to, you know, hitting, get the hitting cue. That, hitting that puss puss. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, at least one time. Camera was born. I mean, you had to at least once. Yeah, Let's use the turkey baster, you know. No, no turkey baster. One time. Yeah, at least one time. Yeah. Perform auto fellatio and then just spat it in her. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, but that's that's how I had a kid. Yeah. Oh, so that's how you had the. That's kid. how I had a kid. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So was um was it a we did y'all live in Walker County the entire time y'all were married? No, actually we moved around quite a lot. Uh, you know, we it was pretty much like everybody when they're first. You know. Uh, Married, you really didn't have much. We actually stayed with a friend of ours for several months. I mean, we were just dirt poor. We didn't have hardly anything. Oh, God, here comes the music. Is the music playing, like, in the background? For I'll, I'll, cue, I'll yeah. add some in and we'll post. put it in the sad, like, sad, like sad music. Wah, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> the 
tiny violin playing yeah. in the background. Yeah. I'll get some non-copyrighted music and put it in the background. Happy birthday? No, don't do that. No, we moved around for a little bit. In, in the vicinity of those, of that county, you know, we went Walker County, Marion County, that kind of area, Winston County, all, all the red and hickory counties. And, all the counties I don't know And Walker about. County, and that's yeah. surrounding my hometown. Yeah. Okay. Now, when did you finally come out? I did not uh, exit the closet, as you would say, until I was 31. Wow. wow. Um, so this was 1962? That, yes. Not to, yes, not yes. I am the oldest one in the bunch. I get reminded of that numerous times. I say that, but David, is you are... 52. 52. And Zane and I are mid-40s, so you are not that much older than we are. No. I just like teasing you about your age. That's okay. Yes. I'll take it. And if we can get David drunk enough, you will hear some of our favorite expletives yes. later on in the podcast. Yes. I can't do bitch justice as I can. <laughs> It is my favorite word, uh, yeah. by the way. So, uh, I, I don't want to dig too much into your uh, private life with the, the missus, but were you doing like the typical like closeted gay married man thing, like stepping out on the wife? Go get some strange. Uh, you know, to be perfectly honest, you know, this is a cleansing moment for me. Yeah, I, I did. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, It was the typical... This is one side of my life, and then there's the other side of my life, you know. And I will say that for a long time, I was able to keep that feeling at bay for a long time. That's good. It's, it's good what a good Pentecostal church would do for me. <laughs> Speaking in tongues, baby. <laughs> yeah, she should have drove a Honda. <laughs> we all part of the Pentecostal church? Oh. Um, uh, as a married couple? Yes, we were actually a part of the, uh, the friends we lived with were very much uh, Pentecostal. And uh, so I think that's why we got into it. Plus, you know, I was kind of raised in the Pentecostal, believe it or not. You know, most, oh, a lot of gay it. children come out of Pentecostal <laughs> church. A lot of gay children are raised in just yeah, Christian yeah, church, yeah. especially in the United States. Yeah. 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 So we were heavy into that. Yeah. And, and it kept it at bay for a while, I must say, for a good two years, maybe. Yeah, purge the demons. Purge the demons, you know, lay hands on me. And you know, <laughs> then it just said, we can't do nothing for you. you got, we got to get out of here. <laughs> you were homosexual. Homosexual. Did you, because um, you were in Huntsville now. When did, did you move up here before, uh, after the marriage broke up? Um, after the marriage broke up, no, I went into my first gay relationship which <gasps> dun, dun, dun. clutching my pearls Cl- yes which lasted for 10 years wow yeah. oh. i don't think i remember this one did did no did he pass away no he did not pass oh, okay okay away. he's still alive and kicking okay um, did you want him to pass away? Because I've never heard this story before. Like, um, Jason's over here. Did he pass away? I'm like, oop. There, <laughs> so many gay men <laughs> I know that have been married and then got out of a relationship. And then, oh, my husband died. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, <laughs> no, there were There were many times I probably wished that sometimes, you know. And it's horrible. But, yeah. But, no, it lasted for 10 years. It's my okay. first one. All right. So if I'm doing my math correctly, which I probably am not, was your son eight when you and mama divorced? Ten. Ten, okay. See, that's I got a good memory. He was ten. We actually set him down when he was ten, and told him and about dear old dad. Dear old dad was the reason dear old dad and mom were separating because dad was gay. 
That's exactly it. Um, okay. You know, as back then we had AOL dial-up. Mm, so, fun. you know, to be able to get through, you had if you couldn't get through, you were on the computer. So yeah. she would call numerous times during the night, and I was naturally looking at all things that gay men look at. Farm Purses animals. Farm animals. And wigs. Yeah. Wigs. wigs. Yeah. High heel shoes. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. All that stuff. So she would call me, and then when finally when I would get off, she would call me like, you've been on that computer, you know, and all that great, beautiful stuff. So, um, <laughs> Did she ever catch you? She did not, but she did have a friend that was totally giving it, you know, Inspector Gadget and, uh, and all into the computer and saying, I can show you every side he's been to, and I can, and I pulled up pictures that I thought I had hid and stuff like that. Oops. But that wasn't probably the defining factor. The defining factor was when she found the porno tape hidden under the back mat <laughs> in our 1984 Waterbed? Camry. Oh, oh it's right. Waterbed. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. what, what was the... Do you remember what the video was? Was it like Cousins or... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, there's some foul, foul VHSs from that time frame. <clears throat> no, that's a different... That's a home movie. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you did grow up in Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a home movie. No, um, you know, I can't remember, but I know it was really delicious. It was beautiful. I do remember that, so that's why I hid it. Right. Yeah, because I couldn't hide it, it in the house. Why would you hide it in the house when there's 70 rooms in the house? Hide it under your back mat in the back seat of your car. Well, of course. Nobody will see the hump. No. <laughs> nobody cares or step that. on it and break it. And, yeah, nobody you know. cares, so she, she found it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. That was the beginning of the end. Well, she probably, like, you probably subconsciously put it there so she would find you, it you so know, that you would, you know, have that happen. Very insightful. Mm. I, I try. I, I think subconsciously I did because I wanted her to find it because I wanted an outlet. Yeah. yeah. And you wanted yeah. an outlet. A little self-sabotage. There you go. Jennifer, that's good. I only get these like <laughs> once a year. This is it. I ain't got no that's more. Good. I'm done. <laughs> so did, so you come out, he's 10, mm-hmm. then you get into a 10 year relationship. Is he living with Mama? Is Cameron living with Mama at the time, the whole time? Or did um, y'all share custody? Actually, she got full custody of Cameron uh, as part of the divorce. Uh, I got unlimited visitation, so I was able to do that, which worked out very well. She didn't want me to have full custody of Cameron because her reasoning was, I don't want him raised by a homosexual. <laughs> reality check he's been raised by one for 10 years right you know bigger reality check he was one himself <laughs> you just ruined the plot of this now no one's gonna listen now, anymore you now. just fucked it up jason Come well on. thank you for listening to it yeah we're done now well speaking of whiskey before we start continuing oh, yeah, our yeah. conversation we got to oh. talk about what whiskey we're drinking yes here. tell us what we're drinking yes now. this is one of our favorites and i know that uh, david loves it too it mm-hmm. is basil hayden's it is a kentucky straight bourbon whiskey mm-hmm. it is very yummy i love it yeah it's my it's absolutely my favorite so smooth so if you're hearing a clinking or clank in the background that's my dear husband walking around filling our glasses with ice and a little I bit mean, of really Smooth. It goes down smoother than most of my dates on Friday night. Oh. Oh. Nice. I'm, that's that's a very good. That's, uh, that's, that's a good statement. Yeah, that's, yes, yeah. You like that, yeah, you? I did really like that. That's. I think that says something about your husband though too, doesn't it? <laughs> well, he, well, you ain't that smooth, Jason. Jason, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. Yeah, I don't. Remember. It's just for the podcast. Just don't for the believe podcast. anything that I say. <laughs> I don't 
don't remember how we found we've we've been drinking basil haven for a while but i don't remember it might have been david you know and it might have been you might have introduced us we went to the nook can i say that (gasps) yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, copyrighted we went to the nook and i asked the the, the lady what the smoothest bourbon she had and she turned me on to basil haven's and then we went to their house, their fancy house, and mm-hmm. we were drinking a lot of different whiskeys. And they got, they let us try some some goodens. Yeah. And this I, is, I think this was my favorite out of the bunch that we tried. Yeah. You're gonna have to, David. You'll have to try the um, whiskey that Jennifer brought. <laughs> so for our, our listening audience, um, this is actually uh, I don't remember what number of podcast we're on, but the very first podcast we recorded, we did such a good job. I was so proud of us. And we were drinking a fabulous whiskey that Jennifer brought and finished a quarter, maybe a third of the bottle. It's called Guidance Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Guidance. It's out of Tennessee. It like they don't. With, it comes with directions. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's Love a drunkenness. Open bottle, pour over ice drink. <laughs> That's the guidance right there. Love yes. yes. Um, but yeah, we drank a good bit of that whiskey. And then when I got to, when we started recording the next episode, I looked down, or I went to go save it. I'm like, oh, I recorded over our very first episode. So whoopsie. So yeah, our first uh, the, the what will be our first episode is actually like our fifth, third, yeah, <laughs> yeah something, something like, like that. that, yeah. But that was okay. that guidance whiskey was really good. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to get some, we highly recommend it. And we will post pictures of uh, our whiskey on in our Instagram and Facebook, and mm-hmm. we'll have um, pictures of our snack time. We'll get to later. Yay! So you are the proud father of a thirty year old now. Yes. Um, after. He graduated high school. He, didn't he move up with y'all? Um, actually, before he graduated high school, he actually moved over uh, with me and my current partner at the time, the one of the 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he, for the last two years of high school, he lived with me. Now, where was she? Li- where was him and Cam- Cameron and his mama living? They were living in Walker County. Oh, still. Uh, okay. In Jasper, the largest city oh, in Walker Jasper. County. Yes. We have a friend from Jasper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was living in Birmingham okay. at the time. So Cameron graduated from Birmingham? Well, he actually graduated, no, from, from Dora, because I was in nursing school at the time. Oh, okay. So I would drive him to school and go on to nursing school myself. Aww. Now, when, what made him move in with y'all? Were things getting rough at home? or? Um, yes, you know, when you're, when you're two people of the same cloth, you kind of butt heads. Him and his mama? Yes. Oh, okay. God. They're just... Can I, I'm going to say his name. Yeah, go ahead. Cameron has very little of me in him. He's he's more of his mother okay. than anybody else. He has very little of me. Yeah. Are you sure, so they, are you sure he's yours? <laughs> he does look like you. I'm just joking. <laughs> he does look a little Yeah, like no. Me. He, yeah, I can tell does. he's your son. He does. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they tend to butt heads a lot. So... He found it necessary to see if he could come live with me, and so we, we did. It was great. And he was sixteen then. I think he was sixteen at that point because he could drive. Yes. Yeah, and then you're also living in Birmingham, which is a lot bigger than. No, he was living in Dora. Yeah, I was. No, I was living in Birmingham. Yeah. Oh, and he was oh, driving oh, back okay. and forth. And I was yeah. driving back and forth so, to school. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. Yeah. He went. He didn't change schools. He, no, he no, stayed. Just, he stayed okay. at my alma mater. Yeah. How far away is Dora from Birmingham? It was back then. It was about an hour until Ooh. they built Quarter X. Then it's 45 minutes. So I drove 45 minutes to an hour. And he did him. two to go to school. And he, did, yeah, we drove together. Oh, and then wow. I would pick That's... him up after school, and we'd go home and do it all over again the okay. next day. That's some fatherly love, right that there. That is. That is. 
I don't even want to drive my child five minutes down the road. Shit, you're driving yours an hour. Yeah, well, but the school I chose to go to was in my hometown. Which which, which was Wallace? No, no, Bevel Bevel State Community College is where I graduated from. And you are a fabulous nurse of how long now? Ten, um, ten eleven years. years. Eleven, about 11, okay. 11 years. Roughly. And he's still going to school. And I'm still, yeah, career, okay. what, career student. Yep. Yeah, career, career student. student. Yes. Professional student. Yeah, he, he loves student. it. Yes. He loves I it. I love school. I have known you for five years, and I think you have been in school the entire time I've known you. It's if it's not like you think you were doing a BSN or bachelor's of bachelor of science of nursing when I first met you. Yes, you finished that, then you did a coding like you were doing well, some school. I did coding. the coding first, I oh, did a medical okay. coding degree first, and then I went and finished my bachelor's, and now I'm in my master's because you were bored and had nothing to do. I was one of those bored house, you know, you know. Real Housewives of Owens Crossroads. Woo! You know, I was bored. And I, you know, my husband was working all the time. I, I know had, it. You know. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like you're not working too during all this. Oh no, I work. So full you're time working and going this, to school. And going so to school. You yeah. just don't like to sit still. I think is what it is. I don't. You have to have something to do. <clears throat> I do. And putting up with an irresponsible young son, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there were yeah there were many days if if Jason hadn't stepped in, I'd probably been three hots in a cot right now deep. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been in jail. Probably. No, <laughs> domestic battery is not that. I won't go to jail for that. <laughs> What's he gonna go? Go back to his mom? What's he gonna do? Yeah, go <laughs> to your mom. Yeah. yeah, seriously, I'll drop you off. Um, well, actually, that brings us to our topic discussion today. We were racking our brains trying to figure out what to talk about because you know we have a lot in common because we're both gay men mm-hmm. um we both have like not similar life story well, we don't have very similar life stories at all but um similar experiences in adulthood sort of and um but i was like we both now this i feel bad because we're kind of including jennifer but she'll get a taste of what's to come when she, when uh, wesley grows up but we decided we would talk about uh being the parents of an adult child mm-hmm. since i have two adult children i have a 24 year old who'll be 25 in february and a 21 year old who'll be 22 in march and you have a 29 year is he 30 or 29 he's 29 he'll 29. be 30 in about two months yep and just like my son not like my daughter, but my son, uh, yours had a slight failure to launch at first, if I remember correctly. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. I, c- I couldn't get rid of him for anything. Because yeah. I think when we first met him, he was living with you, and you had, he was like a crap job, and was trying to, like, had a shit ton of debt, and would like, had a bunch of credit cards, if I remember correctly. That is correct. Had a bunch of them, and you had to, like, you met, you forced them to close them all up and consolidate everything. And didn't ha- tell tell us yeah. that story. Yeah, we we when Cameron came back to live with us, he went out on his own twice actually, and now he's back home for the third time. Lord Jesus, uh, living upstairs. Um, but Cameron went out and found that that if you don't make the money, you can't spend the money. So he got on a lot of credit card debt, um, an AT&T fiasco that we'll have to talk about eventually. Um, but I'm about to say we got nothing but time, honey. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was it, it was to the tune of about five thousand dollars. So for ATM fees, for about? ATM fees and multiple cellular devices and iPads and pods and all those i oh, things wow. that Mac does, but um, now, 
if I remember correctly, wasn't there some? He was running a scheme, almost not a scheme, but like with the iPhones. That, that's what it was. Yeah. Getting them, opening new accounts, and then having the fee of the phone, and then the lines, and all that totaled up to a, a, a big, gigantic financial mess. Because so, he would like start. He would open a line. Mm-hmm. Sell the phone. Sell the phone. And then get another phone. And then get another phone. Free. And he did that. So once Jason and I got all up in his grill and, and all up in his business, we wanted passwords, we wanted account information and all this if you're going to live uh, in the house with us. Right. And um, we began that journey with him, which was... Uh, About the time we met you, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm... Everybody will tell you that I'm pretty high-strung, and I'm... No. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? They'll tell you I'm pretty high-strung, and, and uh, I, I usually, you know, blow my cool in about two seconds if it if it requires it. Jason, on the other hand, is different. But Oh, you're um, like me. Oh, I, I, I will lose my shit on you in about five seconds. So Jason's like Jason, yeah. and me, and you're like me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have time for that. As I get older, I just don't have time for yeah. that. So, I don't think I ever had time for it. Doesn't matter if I was older or not. <laughs> no, I'm, as long as it's not your child, you have time for it. <laughs> the older I get, the more I'm like my mother. So, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, but yeah, we we got him back in the house. We got all of his counts, and we got him all situated. Uh, but it was a journey for that because you you have to respect the autonomy of your grown child also but you're in my house living under my roof and i'm paying your fucking bills i'm paying your bills i'm buying your vehicles still to this day jesus um and it, it was it was it was hard to navigate it took a lot of blood sweat and tears and and not putting my hands around his neck and choking the life out of him most days i understand that yeah. Yeah. And he's still, like, I remember he was dilly dallying on, he was dicking around with his college degree, if I remember correctly, too, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, we're still there. Um, so that's why, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to just be perfectly honest with you. Ain't neither one of them getting a nickel. Who, who's the other? The ex? No, the ex ain't getting a nickel. Cameron's not getting a nickel. In fact, I'm going to get a cashier's check for my half of what me and Jason have. Mm hmm. Buried in my jeans and t-shirt in the seat of my Cadillac, I'm taking it all with me. There you go. <laughs> well, you know, you love me. You can give it to me. I, 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 I mean, I could do really well with do it. That. You know, you I can adopt hey. me and then buy me cars. Yeah, I would be very appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, two words for you: hookers and blow. Woohoo! Hookers, hookers. We'll have a good old time. Yep. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I mean. Uh, it's it's been that journey with and it's been a people have uh, it's hard raising an adult child and they're like why are you still raising this kid as all parents you want to give your kids what you didn't have and you want to try to steer them in the right direction right and here was the revelation moment for me i don't know if you want to know about it but the revelation <laughs> moment for me no no we don't want to know so just stop but the revelation moment for me was when I stopped trying to turn my kid into what version I wanted him to be. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the re- and and I still have trouble with it. I'm still like, you know, if you don't get in school and get something that can pay your bills after dear old dad's gone, then you're you're not going to see thirty because I'm going to kill you. I'm right. going to strangle you. Yeah. But that was the moment for me. I had to stop trying to turn him into the version I wanted him to be. 
Did you feel your shoulders lighten up and you kind of breathe a little easier when that happened? And I did. That kind of thing. I did. I still deal. I still have a hard time with it because I want him to be okay. You know right. what I'm saying? After I'm gone. But you can only do so much. That's true. Gotta let go and let God or whatever that saying is. It's. I feel, I feel you on this one because I like. Justin hasn't done as extra. I don't think I could have, we could afford to do as much as you've done, been doing with the, uh, well, I don't know. I say that, but $5,000. Well, you know, is, I married a rich man. Well, that's so. true. It's true. But I mean, like, we, you know, Justin's lawyer from his fucking DUI costs us about almost $5,000. And so I'm like, I guess we could afford to do it. But oh, I, I think maybe the difference too is that I, Justin is not biologically mine. I didn't raise a little shit. Mm-hmm. So if I had to just boot his ass, I'd be like, good luck. I don't have that biological connection. I didn't raise him from a baby. So I think that's part of what my mom goes through too. Cause she struggled with this too. Like, you know, knowing when to cut them off. And, and I've actually been accused by one of our friends of enabling Justin. And I'm like, I just got him a lawyer to get him out of jail. Right. <laughs> and he's paying me back. Right. And you don't want him to have a felony on his record because yeah. that follows you for the rest of your fucking life. Yes. Absolutely. That is not something that you can, oh, it happened when I was 21. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't fucking matter. You're technically an adult and yeah. it's going to follow. You're not going to ever have a good job. Nope. Right. Or like the best job to be able to afford things that you might want to afford. Well, yeah, well, that's the way I was trying to, like my mother, for instance. You know, when I was going through nursing school, I changed jobs. I had a great job of 23 years making great money. So then I had to take a lower you know, paying job to go mm-hmm. to, to, to school. And my mother was helping me out financially. And then I was coming to her every other month for money. And finally she said, you know what? You're just going to have to figure it out right. at this point. No tears are going to change the fact. <laughs> so, and, and that's the way I, I think it is with, with Cameron now. Um I'm trying to do that for him. And my mother's like, now, now granted, she cut me off. But mm-hmm. then she's like, now, you help that baby out if he needs help. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking serious right What's now, Grandma? Mother? Are you crazy? Yeah, grandmas do that. You know, you told me, figure it out on your own. But you're telling me, just keep giving him what he needs. You know? Yeah. That's the grandma. That's the grandma. Only grandbaby she's got. So. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was totally insane. So do you feel like he's being a professional student? With like you like you are because of the jumping back and forth in in his schooling or well uh, the schooling has stopped but I will I will tell you this Cameron now is on the route to being able to get a job that can sustain him financially he's he's worked very hard in the job he currently is now he's moving up in that organization oh, and nice. you know if if you're okay. And a lot of people live hand to mouth, and that's that's fine. I'm not knocking any anything of that. But if that's how you want to go for the rest of your existence, that's fine. Right. Because no inheritance or lack thereof that mm-hmm. you may receive is going to change that. That's mm-hmm. going to go away eventually if you run through that. Right. You know, you're not going to drain your other dad dry. Right. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to give you things, you know, just freely and willy-nilly you know, just here's I'm, I'm just not going to yeah. do that so yeah. um if school's not the option for him that's fine uh i made a decision many years ago i was working in the food industry worked nothing wrong with that i worked in that for 23 years same job for 23 years uh before i became a nurse and uh i think that if if, if cameron is satisfied with his course of life right 
then I have to be satisfied with that course of life. Yeah, even though you want better for him, I, I this do. is where what he can do right now. I do. I'm like, you know, I, I was like, be a nurse. Be an, I want you to be a nurse. He didn't want to be a nurse, but right. I was like, be a nurse, be a nurse. Ah. So he mentioned respiratory therapy at one point. You know, Dad's doing some legwork. I'm getting you the information on respiratory therapy programs around, you know, the surrounding areas. And so far that hasn't manifested, and it may not. Yeah, or he could be just a 40-year-old and figuring out, oh, I need to do something more than what I'm doing right now. It might just He might just be, you know, taking his time figuring out what he wants to be I when went. he grows up. I went back Hell, to nursing school. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, and I'm 40, so... I didn't, I didn't get into nursing school until I was, I graduated nursing school at 41 years old. We'll see. There you go. So, you, camera got 11 more years, or 12 more years. Yeah, to figure it so, out. So, yeah. So, yeah. just kind of think about that. Don't let it get to you that he's, well, at least he's doing what he's doing right now, and he's not trying to Ponzi scheme some shit with well, iPhones well, or whatever well, it was. <laughs> and he doesn't have a drug habit. That's a yeah, big one. That's he's just good. Ponzi scheming his parents. Well, I mean, you know. I'll get in on that action if I can get yeah. some money out of it, you know. <laughs> Poor Cameron. Poor David and Jason. Yeah. Was was he good with um with you with staying with you and your ex partner? Uh, yes. Um you know, Cameron and I talked about that and he went through a little rebellious period about it. What? About uh, his dad being gay, and I told him I said, you know, I don't need your acceptance about that, but I will take your respect. You're going to respect me. Uh, I'm your dad. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm gay, straight, trans, whatever. You're going to respect me because I'm your dad. Right. You don't have to agree with the decision uh, and who I am. You didn't have to agree with that part of it. But he's, uh, yeah, he actually loved my ex-partner probably more than he did me. He loves Jason. Oh, he loves Jason. I'm like second fiddle. I'm, I'm always, well, you're yeah. the mean one. You're the disciplinarian who's always like making him give his uh, passwords and bank account shit. I, I am the disciplinary one. Yes, I am. So that's the reason why that's you reason. feel that way. He Pro- probably in like deep down loves you the most because you are that one that is the disciplinarian. But physically, he shows it by sucking up to sugar daddy. I mean, you know, I would do the same thing. I'm just sorry. I do it mean. every day. <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suck up to Sugar Daddy every day. Now, when we first met you, I remember he had just come out of the closet, hadn't he? Or, no, he, I don't think he ever really came out to you, did he? He just showed up with a boyfriend. No, he um, he never officially came out. Uh, I think he questioned there for a while. Uh, so it doesn't skip a generation, people, if that's what you're thinking. It doesn't skip a generation. Um, you turned your child gay. But I, 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 something I said turned, you know. That, he found, that, that's, he found that, that VHS tape in the back of your car. You know, that, something I did. Um, but he never officially came out. He brought a couple of, and we're always, like, inquiring about, have you met anybody? Right. You, are you dating anybody? And. Now, maybe I, we maybe we ran them all off. Maybe because we did question some of them. I still see them on the apps every now and then. I'll be like farting around and be like, "Oh, there's Cameron." Oh yeah, so. yeah. He's brought home how many, Jason? You're in the background, probably drinking. But I think he brought two. Oh. And we had nicknames for both, so we probably drew, we what probably were, what were their nicknames? Is it um, 
he he dated a lovely, lovely uh, twinkish guy named Ty. So we called him Bowtie Pasta. <laughs> but we loved Ty. We took him to the movies and invited him over. And then... Um, Were he, you trying to seduce your son's boyfriend? He dated a lovely... Um, a lovely African-American gentleman. What was his name? No, we called him Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> Uh, and we call and we and you'll lo- you'll love this. We call Cameron Vanilla Swirl. Oh God! Do you remember Jason? You love that. We we would say Lord Vanilla Swirl. Mercy. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, so that's why they never showed back up. Well, yeah, I can I can imagine that if my you, if I took brought home a guy and my mom was like, "Hey, sexual chocolate," I'm like, "What? Nope." Well, I mean, we didn't do it to his face. Oh, just I thought whisk- you were saying No, we whispered it to us. They're good Christian girls. They don't say we, it to your face. We are, we are Christians. <laughs> I'm saying that's what I was thinking, that as soon as he walked in, hey, bow tie pasta, or, you know. So then we'll ask him, like, are you bringing anybody else home? He goes, I just don't know right now where it's going, so I don't want to bring them home. We're like... It's going in the stall in Macy's. The little it, st- it, <laughs> he's it, following after his papa. <laughs> Well, that would be the Taco Bell. Oh, that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Getting hand jobs in the Taco Bell. There you go. Or the parking garage by local taco. Yeah, hey. there you go. Hey. You got to do it where you got to do it. Yeah, or in the right. restroom at the gay bar. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Where's John? No. Uh, Who? John. Do you remember John at the gay bar? No. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Am I the only one who remembers John? Apparently. I remember John. Apparently he gave good hand jobs in the bathroom. Thanks, John. <laughs> he sells jewelry now. Oh, good Lord. Pearl necklaces? Pearl necklaces. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Do you, one thing I get, a, like, not criticized for, but I get a lot of commentary about is um, enabling. Because, like, I'm kind of sensitive to it just because of my my own family history. My I don't want to say my mom enables my brother, but I don't think she lets him face the full consequences of his poor decisions. A lot of times, and we, she and I have gotten into arguments about it, and I try not to bring it up too much because I'm like, I don't want to upset her. She's nearly eighty years old, and I'm like, you know what? It's your money. I'm not, I can't tell you how to live your life. You do what you want. Right. That's how you want to spend it. Cool. Who am I to say? You know, I've spent my money on stupider things than my brother. So, but I have, you know, I have uh, being a gay man who is an opinionated asshole himself accumulates friends who are also opinionated assholes. Um, and I, we have, uh, not gotten into it, but I've had a few people like tell me that I'm enabling, uh, Justin because of like, you know, I don't kick him out when he does stupid things. Do you ever get that kind of like feedback or like crap from friends or family? Not so much the family aspect, but friends tell me I'm enabling Cameron all the time. So I have to make a decision. I can let, I can let this kid be be responsible for his actions, but at the end of the day, what is that going to do for Cameron? Um, if if I let him, you know, when his let's take for instance the car that we paid for uh, tore up, so it was it was going to cost more to fix it than it was worth. So. What did we do? We went out and bought Cameron another car. Actually, we were going to buy us one, but we just decided we'll buy Cameron one without letting him figure out what he needs to do to get to work or how to do that. I mean, is that enabling? Probably. Yes. But at the end, if he has no vehicle, which he would have had vehicles. We have a 
couple of cars. Mm-hmm. And he would have had a way to work, but you know, what's what purpose would that serve? Yeah, it wouldn't serve him any purpose. You know, if I kept Cameron out of the house every time that child did something wrong, he would never be in the house. And he'd be homeless. In fact, I would never be in the house because Jason probably would kick me out. <laughs> well, and y'all live out in the deep suburbs too. Like, there's not a lot around you, so it's not like you can just hop on a bike and go bike no, to no. the local job or something like no, that. No, you'll have to go all the way over Governor's on a yeah. bicycle to get to work. And uh, you know, I, I don't feel like it's enabling. There are times that I like give you the example. I'm not cleaning up his credit card mess, and I'm not cleaning up that cell phone mess. The only thing that we did was for activation of his new cell phone, I think we did foot the bill. But that $5,000 balance, that kid's paying off his cell. You good, girl. We're not paying that bill. Good. I thought y'all had. Good for you. No, we no, we did not pay that bill off. That kid's pay, and he paid off his, uh, he had an account with Regions that went in default. He's paying that off. He's paying his credit cards off. We didn't foot his bill for any classes for school. Now, we do pay his car payment, and we do pay the insurance because it's all on ours. You right. Know? Um, but that's mm-hmm. enabling him to get to his job, right. to pay his debt off. So it's kind of a, a balancing act there. Yeah, yeah, we had the same thing with Justin because we were like, when he crashed his latest car, you know, some of our friends were like, oh, don't let him use the car. But I'm like, okay, I agree. I don't shouldn't trust him with the car, but if I cut him off completely from cars, then... I have to eat that $5,000 that we spent on a lawyer. Because, I mean, he could get a job around here, but he's he's so, I don't know. I, again, it's like, are we enabling? Are we not? Probably a little bit, but I don't know. I, I think my biggest fear with Justin, though, is like if I'm harsher and I kick him out or something, he's going to go live with his sister who has a fucking nine-month-old now. And I'm like, he's going to burden her. So I'm like, I wish I'll end up having to pay for anyway. So that's why I get, it's a burden tough. Burden you more so than burden the sister. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I, what do you think? Like, what, do you, I don't know. You're pretty strict ass mom. So <laughs> I have a feeling when he hits 18, you're just going to be like, hey son, look out the door. Boop, out the door, you little fucker. Well, I think, so my son will not go to college. Like for year. Anything like that. I'm hoping that maybe he'll do a trade, like welding, truck driving, something that pays pretty well, but you don't have to go to a lot of school for. It. I don't just don't see it in his nature to want to do that. And I understand that, so I'm not going to be, you're going to college, rah, rah, rah. I say it, but I really don't think it, you know. Um. So if he does go forward and he does do like wants to do welding or he wants to do something that's just two years then he'll stay at he can stay at the house yeah as long as he's bettering himself yeah if he stays in his room and sleeps all day and doesn't do shit no he gone 19 is alabama law i can kick him out at 19 he'd be gone well, you could do like what we suggested those people in the sport group. Just take him, out, take him out of the scene and drop his ass <laughs> off because he's an old there. Yeah. I'm like, good luck. But I mean, you know, I, my mom gave me her car when I turned 16. Like I, I could take her car anywhere I wanted to. As long as she was able to get to work and then I would go to the grocery store for her if she needed to go, go to the grocery store, I had the car all the time. I don't mind getting him a cheap ass car. One that just barely runs. 
<laughs> I'm not going to go get him a brand new car when I got my first brand new car when I was like 37. So, fuck that. He is not getting a brand new car. He going to get a junker? Because I had a junker. You're not going to let him drive Shotzi? No. Well, no. Because I already told you that you're going to teach him how to drive because I do not have the patience. <laughs> and he would try to kill us, I think. You'd slap um, him across the face. As I, I would. It, it would. It wouldn't be that mama stop. It would be, you know, how you... Cross your arm across mm-hmm. their chest? No, it'd be a full-on slap in the face. No, don't do that. But Or there would be a hole in the floorboard where I'm trying to stop because, you know, he's driving too fast. But, so, when he turns 19, it's just going to be how I feel at that point. The boy's only 10 now, so I got nine more fucking years. And you will be uh, oh my pushing God. 50. Uh, you have more. The nine years. Well, but I'll be 49 when he's 19. And then and, freedom! Well, no, because I know that oh, you're know. not truly done parenting ever. Because yeah, my mom still parents me. Um, I mean, she's not as strict as she used to be with me because I'm good. Which um, is funny because she's a lot more religious now than she was then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But, you know, and my brother just turned 22 a couple days ago and he still lives at the house. But he's going to school. He had a job. I don't know what that situation is right Surely now. Surely he got a new one. But, yeah. um, but, you know, she's like, I don't care. I like him here. He's not bothering anybody, so he can stay. I might be that way when Wesley gets older. Yeah. I seriously doubt that looking right now at myself and him because we are so stubborn and we butt heads so much. But, you know, it could change. You but, stubborn? Oh, yeah, I know this. I'm a Taurus through and through. I am so <laughs> bullheaded. It's nothing to it but you know i'm just picturing you and wesley in a i think your house is maybe 1200 square feet i think so it is itty bitty i just picturing you two living together in that tiny little house i'm like oh they're gonna kill each other (laughs) well the house will be paid off in like five years so hopefully maybe i can get a newer bigger house but I don't know. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. I'm trying to get one in this neighborhood so then I can just be like, Wesley, go to Jason's. Yeah. Ride <laughs> the bike. The road, yeah. Just run down <laughs> there. Just run down the road. Yeah. And there's a, lo- a lot of kids in this neighborhood that I don't mind him playing with. My neighborhood, I got baby kids. I don't want him around them in any way. You know, they're out at midnight on a weekday when they got school the next day. And I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. Or they're fucking with your car like they were oh, the other day. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me. I'm going to have to give me one of them like... Uh, rings with like the spotlight that shows on the car. Like I've, I've been thinking about all this shit with that situation. So the other night I'm on the porch. That's my me time is me on the porch and I'm in the dark because you know, if you turn on the porch light, the bugs come and I don't like bugs. Um, so I'm on the porch and all of a sudden I hear like some little whispering and some like cackling and I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I kind of see a shadow over by the car and I'm like, "Mm." so I turn on the porch light, get my keys unlock the door you know the lights come on and everything and then i hear like three boys just running and laughing away like they're just hi and then they run away and i'm like okay um and then so it's um i sit on the porch a little longer in the dark because i'm like are they gonna come back what did they do to my car they gonna fuck it up like i don't know it's my own car you know gotta make sure it's okay next morning was fine they just took a piss on it and that's fine if they did. I don't care. You can shit on it if you want to, as long as you don't fuck it up where I can't drive it to work. Or I thought they were gonna like spray paint it for something. For some reason, I I 
felt like I heard the bottle, you know, the spray can bottle has that little thing in it that kind of makes beep, it noise. BB uh, or whatever it is. Yeah, that? whatever it is. Ball yeah, bearing. Yeah, that, ball bearing, yeah. yeah I, I thought I heard something like that. And so that's what kind of really like, please don't put like bitch on the car or whatever. You know, yeah. I don't, mm, I don't want that. I, my dream is to get David and Jason and Jennifer and Wesley to move into this neighborhood and we would just be the gayest neighborhood in the whole wide world. Oh, that would be so much fun. You know, imagine Rainbow how much flags fun There's a house for sale, boys. Two houses down. Really cute. You know, we, we really have talked about downsizing. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you know. Well, your yard for the puppies, I felt, was always really small. In the backyard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's adequate, yeah, for, for, no, the, for the puppies. I'm trying to get them to come over here, oh, Jason. No. Shut up. I'm oh, sorry. I mean, the, it's tiny. The dogs need itty, so much more room than what they have. Itty bitty, Jason, itty bitty, come sorry. Practically, it's practically animal abuse. Yeah, so much so. <laughs> oh, those dogs are not abused. I know. I That's what that. I was I trying to play the heartstrings with, sorry, the, with the backyard, you know. <laughs> Gotta work on the improv, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, yes, and. You didn't see my wink over here. <laughs> sorry, I thought it was your palsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's you, baby. <laughs> Should have. Just that one time. So you've been thinking about downsizing for real? Yeah, we've talked about it um, a lot. You know, because, I mean, when we bought the house, we, we came from a, a small house. Jason had a house that was that was already paid off, and it was about a 1,000 square foot. And then, you know, we realized that when family comes over, that wasn't adequate for us. Right. So we decided to go big. much more bigger than that. So yeah. we're like in almost 4,000 square feet. Yeah, that house is yeah. very big for you two to for us, around. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, it's a lot to clean, and it's a lot to take care of. I mean, I don't and know, do I'm because I don't it? do the housework. <laughs> Jason does it all. And you do a great job, Jason. He does. Yes, he does. Do. I mean, I pretty much go to work and come home or go to school and, and come, come home. home. Yeah. He does everything else. Yeah. But we have talked a lot about downsizing. But then how many times does family really come over that you really need all the rooms? There's been one time that families come over and it was during a Christmas season. And that's what they we had his parents for. and his brother and a couple of the kids. And it was great for that. Everybody had plenty of room. But other than that... That's it. Mm-hmm. We had a few guests come over. Um, I mean, there's two bedrooms that are never used. And... I mean, y'all need to come to this neighborhood. I mean, can you imagine if we were this close? How much fun we would have? How much trouble we get into? I think we would. Y'all would be drunk a lot. We, we, yeah. oh, there would be a lot of drinking, which is fun. <sighs> and I love to see you guys drunk. What? Yeah, because Jeff can't get drunk. Yeah, best of David. I love me some drunk David. <laughs> It's a sight. It yeah. is. It's it so is much fun. We are planning, so just to give you two, oh, this is way off topic. Nothing about single parenthood. <laughs> uh, we are planning, or I am planning our, uh, our, hopefully if the Delta variant doesn't fuck everything else oh, up, God. we'll be doing a, another Christmas party. So I'm, I think I'm going to go sneak over to the uh, college students that live around the corner, see if they'll bartend shirtless for us. But Zane keeps telling me not to do it, but I'm like... Whatever, they're graduating. If they say no, they say no. If they want some extra money, then they get some extra money. There you go, $100. Just got to give them the warning they might get touched. Buck is a buck. There you go. I was Mm -hmm. like, there's this. I thought you said a fuck is a fuck. I was like, well, that's true. It's a warm hole, baby. Make sure you get uh, (laughs) consent uh, consent before you do it. Leave your GHB at home, Jason (laughs) and David. (laughs) I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Because the, we live in the neighborhood we're in, there's a lot of college students, and like I always see them running around shirtless, and I'm like, ooh, hi, boys. 
our name, my, or we have another set of gay neighbors and uh, they're always like, oh, I love watching them surreptitiously. I'm like, why be surreptitious? Go get your popcorn, sit on the front porch and watch. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't be a little bitch. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I see him when we walk the dog and I'm like, hello. Hello. Hi. You could be I'm, my son, yeah. but hello. Hello. Um, well, I think this is a good time to transition. What do you think? It's a poor, yeah. poor segue, but a good time to transition because we're kind of going off on topic anyway. Well, you did. We weren't. We were being good over here. Well, then I will just be quiet and listen to run the podcast. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, to be honest, we really don't. So like, yeah. <laughs> still first season, you know. Well, it's my favorite part of the uh, podcast, snack time. Snack time. What are we having, Miss Jennifer? We are eating some delicious candied pecans that you made. Yes. I love them. They're yeah. a little crunchy, so I have to hide from the microphone. But yeah. I really do. They're they're just like um, crack. You know, you just can't mm-hmm. stop eating them. I found the. I'll post the recipe on the Instagram and Facebook page, but uh, I just found it on all recipes and. I was like, I need something quick and easy. And this is the, this was actually the snack we had for our very first episode that got overwritten. <coughs> Destroyed. Because <laughs> I don't know oh, what I'm doing. I know. I'm terrible. <clears throat> but yeah, they're they're quite yummy. And yes, they are like crack. And we have discovered that uh, although I love the snack time, it is probably not the best medium for such a thing. Because we're trying to, every time we eat, Jennifer and David and I are like ducking away from the microphone. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be Yeah. <laughs> So. Or you put a pillow yeah. over your face to yep. hide it, and then we're trying to talk to you, and you're hiding your face. You and, ain't talking you know. to me, you're talking to him. Well, we kind of want to see you every once in yeah, a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. Oh, making me blush. All right, well, <laughs> now that we have our we have our drinks, we have our snack time, now yes. it's time for story time. Story time! I, I'm, I'm sure you have many a good story about Cameron. Did you, you have, have did, 29 years of them. That's so, right. Did, did he ever find your dildo or... Have did, sex in your bed. No, he never found mine, but I did find Jason's. <laughs> oh, Jason's? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, he's Jason's. your husband, so I would well, hope no, you find true. his. I did find Jason's. Did Cameron find Jason's? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, no, Cameron has never found Jason's. Okay. Jason keeps it really hidden. I like. I couldn't find it the other day. I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it. I'm like, where did where did this bitch put this thing? At? I'm like, I can't find it. Definitely. And then I, you know, I, I put my Nancy Drew panties on, and we we went to town. I found it. Yes, yes. <laughs> you, you put your Nancy Drew panties, took his panties off, and like there it and is. And that was yeah, it. That was it. Yeah. Jason hid it for a long time, but I found it. <laughs> so, do we have a story? God, I have so many stories on. about Cameron. One of them, uh, one of them, there was actually two. I'll tell you the first one, but there was two. One of them, I was scared for my life. Oh, okay. And the other one, Cameron was scared for his. Well, oh, are... isn't that every day that he's scared of for his life with you? Well, yeah, but this was really, oh, okay. Okay. really, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'll tell you the first one. He was, he was very young. Um, and we lived in Dora, my hometown. And um, I took Cameron to daycare. Uh-huh. It's the only way to daycare. Cameron was talking about, and we're just going to call her Miss Billy, okay? Okay. Billy Joe? Oh, yeah. He said, oh, I can't wait to go see Miss Billy today. It's going to be a good day. I said, you really love Miss Billy, don't you? And so as we were going um, to the um, daycare, something happened with the car. And I remember right before we got out, I said, and he had mentioned Miss Billy like a few seconds before that. And I said, son of a bitch. Something happened with the car. Right. I take Cameron into the daycare, and I go home, because that's what good parents do. You drop your kids off at daycare, and you have 
spa day at home. There you whatever. go. Whatever. Go back to bed. Nice. Yes. You find your husband's dildo. You find yeah. your husband's dildo. Oh. So he, you either just had some of him. One of the two. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Was either yeah, in the bag yeah. or in him. Um, so I get a phone call, and it's like, uh, Mr. Harrison, I wasn't, I wasn't a married lady back then. Well, I was married, but I wasn't married, married to Jason. I said, we need you to come up to the deck here, like right now. Oh. And I'm like, okay, okay, is everything okay? Cameron's fine. Just come to the daycare. Well, when I get into the daycare. The administrator of the daycare is there with Miss Billy. Oh. And so Cameron got the sentences combined, and he said to Miss Billy, My daddy called you a bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so the administrator tells me that, and I'm like, No, 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 Miss Billy, I didn't call you a bitch. Well, guess who was en route to the uh, daycare? Mama. Uh-uh. Miss Billy's husband. Oh. oh. Miss Billy's husband would kick your ass. My ass. He was going to whoop my ass. Oh, and shit. I had seen Miss Billy's husband before. He's probably 6'6", six, six, about 275, two. Big, big man. Oh. So, yeah. Cameron, and he, then Cameron looked at me, and I called Cameron I, I called Cameron into the room. I said, Cameron, why did you tell Miss Billy I called her a bitch? Well, you did say bitch. You said, son of a bitch. And I said, no, 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 I didn't call. Yeah, you did, Daddy. <laughs> so I'm sitting here for 15 minutes hoping to God he wouldn't get there trying to explain to this woman, I didn't right. call you a bitch. Oh, gosh. That's, you know, that's what you get. That's yep. what you get. <laughs> that was probably the funniest. Well, that was one of the fun. That I was scared for my life. Right. Did dad ever, did the husband ever show up? Thank God we got it all cleared out. Okay. And, and Daddy hightailed at home. Yeah. Did they finally right believe you that you just said They finally so. believe me. Well, you know, Mr. Harrison, we know you're not like that. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Principal, I'll suck your yeah. dick in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> can, it's administrator. Can we go? Can we go in? Can we go in? You know, I've been married. I know what it's like. Um, For our listening audience, David, yeah. David was miming eating your vagina. So... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that was that was one of the funniest things. He's done many, many things, but that was one of them. All right. So what was the one where you he was gonna die and you were afraid for his life? So as we were, you know, when he came and lived with uh, us over in Hueytown with my first partner, uh, Cameron had drove me to work that afternoon. I worked seven P to seven A, and then he picked me up. We drove to school. I got him to school at eight. I went to nursing school at eight fifteen till. 2.30, and I picked him up at 2.45. So just to give you the... When did you sleep? Yeah. I, I hardly ever slept. I mean, I did this like four or five nights a week. I mean, I don't know how I made it through nursing oh school. Oh, my God. 12-hour shift? Cameron then... showed up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cocaine Cameron showed is a hell of a drug. The... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cameron showed up at the hospital at about 7, 7.05, something like that. When I walk out, being the observant parent I am, my mirror was hanging off. Of the passenger side, oh. and there were white ripples all down the side of my car. Ooh. And I remember asking Cameron, what the fuck happened to the car? Yeah. Oh, oh, what are you talking about? I don't understand what you're talking about. I said, there is a ripple down the side of my car, and the mirror's hanging off. What happened? Now, was this the passenger or driver's side? This is the passenger side, because oh, okay, he was okay. driving. Okay. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing's wrong with your car. <laughs> I made him get up out of the car and say, 
I'm talking about that fucking ripple right there with the mirror hanging off. Right. That's some shit Kalia would do. Yeah. <laughs> then he finally came clean and says, oh, on the way out of the garage, I hit the side of the garage. <laughs> so the camera was very, very... And that was also the day the transmission tore up in the car. Oh, goodness. <laughs> son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, that was another son of a bitch. <laughs> that, that was when he was... Yeah. And the, the, the kid... The, he knows. He knows. I will find out the truth about anything that happened. All the time. Yeah. I mean, he knows this. I just wait for the lie to unfold. <laughs> you know. Yeah. This kid ought to know this by. He ought to know this for me by now. Uh, they never learn. No. But Even my brother, who's fifty years old, doesn't know. Mm. Lord. Uh, so you almost killed him over the uh, I'm, the, I'm wind, t- the mirror in the side of the car. Yeah, I'm. I'm because I, I, I'm very peculiar about my things. I take care of my things. Yeah. I mean, this pair of blue jeans I have on, I've had them for five years. Right. I mean, really and truly, I still have them. Because uh, I take care of my stuff. Right. And I'm very observant about that. But yeah, I almost, I almost, yeah, I almost wrung the life out of him that day. So I'm guessing that Cameron is, never gets to drive the caddy. That stays in the garage, does he? Cameron drove it one time and hated it. <laughs> And then we let him actually, we took his car to New Orleans several months ago. Um, and we actually, he drove it one day to work and he still didn't like it. What did he like about it? He, he doesn't like the way it drives. Well, so. hey, that's good for you because you love your me. caddy. I mean, I don't even let Jason your, drive it. I know, that's your baby. Yeah, that stays in the garage. Jason bought it. I don't even let him drive it. <laughs> that's like, your other baby right there, that, that, that car. Is, that, is my other, yeah. that is my other baby. Yeah. Is that where uh, Jason was hiding his dildo? It was under the floor mat. The back seat. It was on the floor mat. Next to the VHS. No, you know, I had to... Now we have DVDs now. No, I had to search for that bitch. I couldn't find that dildo for like... I was looking for hours and finally it was under the socks. I'm like, damn it. I never looked under the socks. The one place that most things Because I thought it was in the miscellaneous drawer in the closet. You know where all the condoms and lube is? As one does. Would that not be where a dildo would be? In the lube and condom drawer? You would think so. No, this bitch hides it under the socks. Well, he got tired one day and just couldn't make it to the closet and just threw it in the sock drawer. (laughs) Yeah. Poor man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just guessing. I don't know. (laughs) Those those are some funny stories. (laughs) Well, Mr. David, how did you enjoy your first podcasting experience? You know, this was a blast. This was an absolute blast. I love you. Yeah. And, you know, awesome. if, I, if I'd had a few more cocktails in me, there would be bitch. Oh, got yes, it! There it is. We got it! Yay! <laughs> we can end it now. We're good. So every Christmas party after Jason gets or David gets a few of those cocktails in him, it's like bitch. Yep, love, love it. it. Oh, we love you, honey. All right. Well, this has been a joy and a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for coming, and I'm glad that you. Phil, you felt, yeah, I know you were a little nervous at first, but you can't tell you were. You were just oh, I was nervous. ripping just along with us, so yeah. we're good. Everybody, I don't, I'm always amazed, like our friends, we have them over to, it's like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm like, we're just talking. Like, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Well, because you have a big microphone right in front of your That's face, true. and then you feel like you have to be on the spot. And That's true. I can understand why, but. Well, I mean, but David's used to having big black things. I know it is. I was, was going to say, you know, I was going to say, it kind of got a mushroom head on it. Really yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, mine's blue, so I don't really have much. You got big blue, blue balls. things in my face. Yes, <laughs> I give good b- blue balls, but yes, yes, yes not you get them. 
Oh, my God. Well, to our listening audience, all three of you, um, thank you for listening to another episode to A Guide to Poor Parenting. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you don't like our podcast, just like we tell our kids when they complain about doing their homework. Tough shit. Bye. Bye. Bye.